Hi there, and welcome to Believe for Bigger. I'm Christina Jolly, and I'm your host. I'm a life coach with a degree in counseling. I help women shift their mindset about their identity. I believe once you know your worth in God, then you can fully access all of God's promises. You already have everything you need to live out the life God has intended for you. As we walk this journey together, I will bring you some amazing guests, increase your faith based on the Word of God, and remind you of who God says you are. It's time to believe for bigger. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Believe for Bigger, and this is Christina Jolly. So today I want to talk about prayer. I got a, um, a, a direct message uh, from a friend of mine asking for me to talk a little bit more in regards to prayer, hearing from God, and like, how do you get into the habit of actually being able to be still enough to actually hear what God is trying to download to you. And I am by no means an expert in this. I am still a work in progress, but I want to share some helpful tips that really have helped me along the way. And I can tell you that my prayer life has definitely grown from what it used to be. And I know that um, in order to hear from God, I actually have to get comfortable in the silence. And I think that that's like very, very important. There is no right or wrong way. And I'm not here to tell you this is how you should do it, but I'm just going to give you some helpful suggestions and what works for me, it may not work for you, but hopefully you can take at least one of my tips and start to implement it. I want to talk about number one, it's a discipline. It is something that you actually have to discipline yourself to actually do. And um, it's a habit that you have to form. So we create habits by actually doing something like over and over and over again. And I know at times when you first start off in prayer or wanting to cultivate a prayer life, it can seem a little odd at first, maybe. And um, it can be just really not familiar. And I think it's because Maybe perhaps you've just not been accustomed to doing it. And I want to say that it's definitely a relationship that you have with God. And also, when I'm talking about a prayer time and prayer, um, you know, time with God, yes, it can be a designated prayer time that you set aside time to to just um, be with the Lord and talk to him, hear the downloads. But I also want to uh, emphasize that you can talk to God throughout the day. Like it doesn't have to be just a one-time thing. And I'm going to suggest that you find like a quiet place. I'm also going to suggest that you get up a little bit earlier. Um, again, everybody is in a different um, season in their life, whether you have little children at home, maybe perhaps you're an empty nester or, um, you know, you're single. And um, you have to find a time that actually works best for you. I personally like to get up way earlier than my husband. Um, I like to set up a time uh, when I am, it's like first thing in the morning. I have a space already designated, designated in my home office. I have a chair. I have my Bibles. I have um, some water and I have a journal. And I have a blanket in case I get cold, but it's actually just a set time uh, with God. 
And I'm getting better and better of actually just getting up a lot earlier than what I'm used to getting up. Um, again, I'm in a different season than a lot of people. I don't have little children at home that I have to tend to, but I do have a very needy bulldog. So, I mean, here's me get up in the morning, he will start barking. So I have to be really, really quiet. Um, and I want you to think about it as a, a time that you actually set it aside to talk to God. Now, I'd be lying if I told you that I do this every single day. Um, my schedule is not the same every day. I don't have the same type of schedule every single day. You know, as a matter of fact, yesterday I was watching my grandson and my granddaughter and I needed to get out of the house a lot earlier than what I normally do. And so that meant I had to get up earlier, right? And so number one, I want you to realize it's a discipline and a habit to be able to set that time aside so you can hear from God. Number two, I think it's also a mindset. You guys know I love to talk about mindset. So I want you to go into prayer. And I want you to go into this thinking you are expecting to hear from God. I don't want you to think, man, I just never hear from God. Like I just, I, you know, I don't know how he talks to my friend over here, but I just can never hear from him. I want you to go in expecting and being ready to hear from the Lord. You know, um, your words matter and the things that, that come out of your mouth definitely matter. So I want you to think about this in a sense of, man, what's God going to tell me today? You know, be ready to actually receive what God wants to download to you. And you actually have to just shift that mindset and believe that God does want to talk to you, like that he has things he wants to say uh, to you. So whatever it is, make sure your mindset is in the right um frame of mind. Make sure you're ready to receive God's words and um, be expected. Be expected. Number three, I'm going to tell you that God speaks to you through his word. And I know many of you have probably heard that. And, uh, you know, God's word is alive, you know, and it is something that he does speak to us through his word. Well, one of the things that I want to just really emphasize to you that's really helped me is I want you to get a Bible that you truly understand. Like if you are reading a Bible, um, I'm going to uh, give you an example of a version. I don't read the King James Version, um, nor do I read the New King James Version because those are a little bit harder versions to me for, for me to personally understand. I want you to get in love with the, ver uh, the version of the Bible that really speaks to you. I'm going to give you three different ones that I really like. The Passion Translation is one I just discovered probably within the last two years. It is an easy read. Um, the Passion Translation is only translated the New Testament and the Psalms and the Proverbs. You can get it at any store, any like, uh, you know, a Christian bookstore, you can order it online. The, the second one is, I love my John Maxwell Leadership Bible. I love that one. Um, uh, I can't remember who actually recommended that one, but I um, I went to go look at it at a local um, store. 
I looked through it and I thought, oh my goodness, it's exactly what I need. It has some commentary, but it has a lot of, it's focused on leadership. And uh, to me, uh, being a person uh, in leadership, leading other people, it's something that I definitely need. The third is the Joyce Meyer Battlefield of the Mind. Now that's an amplified version. The John Maxwell is a new international version. And the Joyce Meyer Battlefield of the Mind, if you've never read that book, you should. Um, but there is a Bible. And I really like that one too, because again, there's different commentary throughout the book, throughout the Bible. So I want you to get a Bible that you truly understand. If you go to a bookstore, whatever kind of Christian bookstore, you're going to be able to find and see that there are so many different versions of the Bible. You have to get something that speaks to you and that you understand in the language that you understand, right? Because then it's going to be too hard to read. You're not going to want to read it. And the other thing I'm going to say is I want you to grab a journal as well, a blank journal, and actually be ready for the downloads that God's going to give you. Um, also too, I think it's really important that you, um, some of you may say, well, Christina, like, where do I start? Like, where do I start reading the Bible? There's so many different Bible plans that you can do. You go to the version app. Um, there's different Bible plans. Like you can look up anxiety and it'll have different, um, you know, plans for that. You can look up joy and there's plans on that. You can follow something like that, or you can actually look for a devotional again at a local bookstore. You can order one online. That's why I created my 30 day devotional faith to believe because one thing that I found with devotionals is I personally do not like them to have a whole lot of Bible scriptures. I like one Bible scripture a day. I like, uh, you know, just a something for me to meditate and read on. And then um, maybe perhaps a, uh, a, a, a prompting of a question. I really enjoyed that. Um, I'm not saying that the other ones are not good. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying what I personally pref uh, prefer. Um, and that really works for me. And so there's so many different, you know, uh, devotionals that you can try. I personally, right now, this is what I'm doing right now, currently uh, in my life. I am reading, God has me in the book of Proverbs. The book of Proverbs is a book on wisdom. Who doesn't need wisdom, right? So I read the, the, um, the chapter that corresponds to the day. So if we are the fourth of the day of the month, then I read Proverbs four and I read throughout the, you know, the whole, um, that whole chapter. I also cross-reference with the different Bibles that I just told you, because I like to see what the different um, Bibles have to say. I have a faith and business mentor right now who sends us a daily text message with a Bible scripture. And I'm just going to tell you, to me personally, that's how God speaks to me is through his word. A lot of times she and I, um, are on the same page with the same Bible scripture. And um, it's just, it's just remarkable. 
you know, um, where I'll see that same scripture come up over and over again. I'm like, okay, God, like I know you're talking. So God speaks through his word is number three. Number four, I like whenever you go into prayer, you know, um, and you start to pray there again, it's no right or wrong. It's about a relationship with the Lord. It's not a legal, uh, legalistic thing to do. It's not just something, well, I have to do this. It's something that you get to do, you know, and some of you may like to pray with worship music. Some of you may like to pray while you're outside and maybe on a walk. Again, there is no right or wrong. Um, I'm just going to give you just some, um, some ways to actually cultivate a prayer life. Um, and for me personally, I really like the silent. I like to just sit in my chair and just really think, you know, um, in Philippians four and six, God's word tells us that we should start off by thanking the Lord. So before I get out of bed, that's one thing that I've really gotten into the habit of is I just start to thank the Lord for the day. Like I just say, thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Thank you, Lord, today something good's going to happen to me. Thank you, Lord, that you have something good for me. And then when I come into my whole office, like I said, I get myself set up. Um, I have my water. I take my vitamins. I just kind of get ready. And I want you to think about prayer again. It's a relationship. It's communication with the Lord. If it matters to you, it matters to God. I say that a lot because I think a lot of times we underestimate that God wants to be invited in every part of our life, not just the big crises that we have. Just the other day, um, you know, my my dog, you guys know I have an English, or if you don't know, I have an English bulldog named Franklin, and it just seemed to come out of nowhere. His foot, like he literally started limping on his foot. He was fine. I let him out of his crate area. Uh, it was this past Saturday, and all of a sudden I noticed that he's limping check his paw and everything. And I don't see a sticker. I don't see anything going on with him. He lived for a couple of days, but guess what I did? I started to pray. I texted a friend of mine um, and asked her to be in agreement that Franklin would be healed. Honestly, guys, it was a, over the holiday weekend. I didn't want to have to run him to the bed, anything like that. And besides they were closed. And so I just started to just really pray. And some of y'all may say, really, Christina, you know, you're going to pray for your dog. Absolutely. My Franklin means a lot to me and God knows that. And um, so I just prayed over Franklin. And within a couple of days, he started to feel better. And, you know, I noticed even uh, probably it was the second or third day. I noticed that he was really moving on his foot. And I thought, oh my goodness, like he's really, you know, whatever was going on. Honestly, I just think he probably just needed some rest. And I, as we're walking in our neighborhood, underneath my breath, I'm just saying, thank you, Lord, for healing Franklin. Thank you, Lord, that his paw is feeling better. Thank you, Lord, that there's nothing wrong with him. You know, so I'm just thanking God in advance for his complete healing. He is doing so much better. But I want you to realize that if it matters to you, it matters to God. Number five, um... One thing that I've gotten into the habit of actually doing is um, with my journal and how I incorporate my journal is, you know, I 
will um, read my Bible uh, scriptures. I will um, go to my Bible cross-reference different, um, you know, the, the scriptures. And then I really just, I personally, I close my eyes, I get quiet, I breathe in, I breathe out, and I ask God to really just speak to me. I say, Lord, speak to me. And I just get really quiet. I think what happens with us as women is we're so accustomed to speaking, to talking, to conversing, having conversation, and we don't get, um, we're not accustomed to actually just being quiet. You're going to hear God when you're actually quiet. You can also hear God through other people. You know, sometimes um, I'm in church and all of a sudden I'll just start, uh, a word will come. Maybe my pastor will say something and I just, like these words will just illuminate more in my spirit. And I just start to think, okay, I got to, you know, write this down. So I get the notes app in my phone and I start to just like take different notes. So I asked God to give me a quiet time word. Um, I did not make that up. That came from one of my mentors, Marshawn Evans Daniels, when we went through a devotional of a hundred days of believing bigger. And she really taught us to really just be quiet and ask God to give us a quiet time word, a QTW. And um, that has really helped me. Sometimes it's one single word. Sometimes it's two words together, right? And again, it can be through people. It can be through scripture that you hear the Lord. It can be something that you read. It can even be a billboard that you see on the side of the road. I mean, God has a way of getting your attention. And I think a lot of times we have to stop being so busy. We wear a, an honor, a, a badge of honor of busyness in this day and age. And I want you to just get into the habit, into the discipline of getting quiet. You may actually, I've said this before. I, um, on occasion, if I feel like I'm not hearing from God, I will get in my car and do a drive. And really that helps just clear my mind. So there's different ways that you can hear from the Lord. Um, and I don't want to just say it's one particular way. What works for me has to work for you. No, but number one, it's a discipline. I want you to get into the habit of being disciplined enough to actually get into the habit of, you know, wanting to spend that time with the Lord. And number two, um, it definitely, you have to have the mindset and be expected. Number three, God definitely speaks through his word. So get a Bible that you understand. Get a journal. Number four, when you go into prayer, start by thanking God before you ask him for all of these things. Number five, I want you just to practice that quiet time word um, and ask the Lord to give you a word for the day. So I really hope that this blessed you. These are just some of the things that um, I've learned in the last couple of months of really just, excuse me, years of just really being more intentional about my prayer life. Um, again, I'm not going to say that every single time that I hear from God and it's a great audible voice. Um, I've never heard God audibly speak to me. That's not to say that he won't, but that's usually not how God speaks to me. It's usually through scripture. 
It's usually through people and it's usually through um, just like a word that just illuminates in my spirit. So my friends, if this blessed you, I pray that you share it with a friend because um, I think this is a good topic. And as women, I think it's um, really important for us to practice this discipline of our prayer life because um, it'll not only help us, but also um, build up our faith. But, you know, people need for us to pray for them, right? So again, I hope this blessed you. My friends, if you haven't already, I would love for you to join my text community. Uh, text the word faith, F-A-I-T-H, to the, to the number 361-266-1290. And uh, join my community and I'll send you a daily text Monday through Friday. Um, it's a Bible scripture. It's a word of encouragement to actually just start and um, your day with hope and faith. So it's just a faith activation about activation text. And um, again, my friends, have a blessed week.